lighting the way for the next generation. This is Robert Frederick, and you are listening to Saints and Sages. The earliest Christians were called followers of the Way. Confucius, Buddha, Lao Tzu also taught the appropriate way of life, as they termed it, the Way. Today, there are many dojos that teach Kendo, Judo, Karate Do, and Bushido, each using the Japanese word Do, which is derived from the Chinese word Dao, or in English, the Way. This is not so much a religious belief or philosophical school of thought as it is a practical analysis of how life is to be lived. Kendo is the way of the sword. Judo, the way of grappling and throwing. Bushido, the way of the warrior. All of which that are taught in the place of the way, or dojo. As of Christianity, I do believe she has lost her way. Later in history, Christians began to refer to the church, a Latin name derived from the Greek ecclesia, the Greek name which means assembly or gathering or called out ones. It recalls the image of Jesus walking along the shore where he finds fishermen hauling nets. He calls out to these young men saying, come, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The men who were called out followed Jesus on his way. Now, this way of life was not about teaching the right thing or learning about what is to come. No, it was about thinking the right way, a thinking that manifested into doing. The way can also be understood as how-to. Kendo is a how-to use the sword. But it is a how-to that is demonstrated and then practiced by the student. The way of the saints and sages is not mastered in a single day. The way must be understood in action, in doing, in culture. That which we can see with our eyes and hold with our hands. Note, the great thinkers of the past and their students, Socrates, Confucius, Jesus, they did not meet once a week or even twice a week. In fact, they were not teachers. They were mentors. Christianity has become more of an intellectual debate that is celebrated once a week. Doctrine, baptism, communion, all these things we ought to have done but not to have left the others undone. We've neglected the weightier matters of life, eating together playing together, living together. And what better place for this all to begin than in the home where we teach? No, mentor our children diligently. When we rise up and when we lie down. In the past generation, churches have found they need to move into the home, starting home Bible studies or small groups. But no, the church did not move into the home. It was born there. It was not a gathering of adults in appreciation for Jesus. 
It was a family living among family in a way of life. It was this gathering, this watering, this growth that is sacred. Not a building, but a home. For those of us who are planning on one day becoming parents, and those that already are, our training starts now. It is our duty to teach our children diligently and our children's children. The role of the teaching parent never ends because it is a way of life. Our churches will never be what they ought until we start thinking about our family as the church. This is where the cultivation takes place, where we train our children in godliness and wisdom so that they teach their children to be godly and wise. It is at this table where friends and family break bread and dine together that the world will know us by our fruits, by our love for one another. My children, I do not know where life will take us, but you are more than welcome to come and follow me along the way.